Have you ever turned on a podcast in a public place and started listening, only for the three dumb hosts to suddenly start talking about Wolverine's cock? Well, it might happen if you listen here, so here's your friendly content warning that, um, we're gonna probably talk about Wolverine's cock, and we'll definitely swear a bunch. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're Aeronauts and we're back with more Word Balloons. We've been flying high in our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to Wonderworld to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? Are there any choices out there for fans who don't consider the Disney Star Wars to be canon? Is there any new material for the expanded universe? Fuck off, people. Basically, yeah, fuck off. It doesn't care if you think it's canon or not. You don't have to like new Star Wars stuff or the Disney Star Wars stuff, but you don't... This drives me nuts of anything. You don't get to decide that it doesn't count. It's not canon. Well, and if we think back to old Expanded Universe, there was always different levels of canon in Star Wars anyway. This at least has made it nice and clear, clean cut. The older I get, the more I fucking hate the entire concept of canon. Remember when like, things were like G-level canon? And... This is C-canon. This is B canon. I know those. I I'm mad that I know those. Like editor and Soway Steven here. That sounds like a lot of annoying bullshit, man. Just like considering that, like just from my perspective, how much fucking fan created content is made by people that are just passionately just wanting to like continue telling these stories. Oh, and then if you want to get really weird, you can even get to the level of fanon. Yes, which is fan fiction canon. So like. <laughs> It's all fucking nonsense. It's all made up bullshit. Just let it be made up bullshit. <laughs> it's all fucking. It's okay. all fucking words. Just let it be fucking words. Again, I understand if you don't like. Okay, I don't understand, but I get that some people don't like mm -hmm. the new stuff. I don't like all of it, but I like more of it than I don't. I haven't seen enough of it, but also not for oh. its quality. It's just that I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. There's this obsession with, like, oh, if it's not canon, it doesn't count. So uh, if I don't like it, it's not canon. Now, as a quick note, the Expanded Universe was the biggest hodgepodge ever created that mostly exists because of the fucking Star Wars tabletop RPG from the 80s. Because after Jedi came out, they stopped worrying about, like, they thought Star Wars was done and the property kind of slowly died. The tabletop RPG came out, and that's where, you know... Twi'leks come from. Because before that, it was, who's the weird dude with the head tail things from right. Jabba's palace? I didn't know this existed. Who's the wolf really? man? <laughs> who's the wolf guy? The Shervestin. I really want to play this now. Um, I've got a couple of Star Wars TTRPGs. That'd be fun. Um, my favorite one is the Fantasy Flight one that came out a couple years ago. And, oh my god, I would love to run one of those games again. Now, the only reason that shit counts as canon is when they hired Timothy Zahn to write Shadows of the Empire. And, like, they decided, we'll do some comic and we'll do some books and kind of get some of that cash cow sentimentalism. He was like, fuck, do I want to like basically have to create the Star Wars universe from scratch if it wasn't said directly? And they went, nah, yeah. here's this tabletop book. Just read the source book. And he just stole shamelessly from it. But if you read that, and I've read Shadows of the Empire several, not Shadows, that's the fucking terrible crossover with the N64 game. Right, um, which I played the shit oh, out Oh yeah, of. they're great, but also... It's a little rapey in some parts if you read the novel. Yikes! Oh, I've heard that. I haven't ever read the novel, but I had a friend that... Did I really it. liked yeah. it as a kid, and as an adult, I'm like, Ugh. 
That aged poor. It's not supposed to be a good guy, but still. Anyways, whatever the fucking Thrawn trilogy is, I can't remember the name Heir of it. Heir to the Empire. Heir to the Empire, thank you. There's a lot of of the Empire or to the Empire books in mm -hmm. these. But if you read those, I've read them several times, they are fucking weird with all of the modern Star Wars knowledge, and I'm including, like, just the prequels. So, like, 25-year-old Star Wars knowledge. Because he was just making shit up. The term Sith did not exist yet no. for them. Dark Jedi? Sith is never actually said in any of the original series. Or if it is, it's a in-passing Dark Lord of the, the Sith, Sith with no explanation of what the fuck that means. Weird. You That's have to go wild. into uh, Which, Lucas's for some reason, notes. people accept and not fucking the Knights of Ren just being thrown out. They had to throw it into that third movie. Sorry, it still pisses me off. People yeah. were bitching about that so much. No, I get it. I, I'm with you. Part of it is it's an ongoing issue I have of we feel the need to explain every little bit of world building as opposed to throw shit out, find what people are interested in, and, like, grab. Sometimes things just exist and they're not pertinent to the story. And someone and else can cool. find it later, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a breadcrumb I to mean, be followed later. I mean, there's a fucking later. guy whose entire job was to watch the Star Wars things and be like, have we explained that guy yet? I wanted his job so bad when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, so the whole thing is this weird fucking hodgepodge of books and novels. Uh, books and novels, comic books and novels and video games and 80s droids and Ewoks cartoons and... George Lucas interviews. George Lucas interviews and whatever George Lucas decided he wanted or wanted to ignore. Uh, some really good authors like Karen Travis fucking rage quit Star Wars because she'd been writing this long series putting deep Mandalorian lore in and then Clone Wars kicked down the door and ignored literally every word of it. Just immediately made those entire series of books impossible. She's like, I've been working for you for like five years now. And don't get me wrong, I love the expanded universe, but I let's am... not pretend that it's n it wasn't a fucking mess. It was a mess. The only other mess as big that I can think of is the Dragonlance universe. Uh, the Star Trek novels. Ooh, yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> those, because those were people going, wow, those Star Wars books are making a lot of money. Let's do that. I'd say to a small extent, the a, a much smaller extent, the 40K novels until like the Horus Heresy took off and they realized they needed to get their shit together. Ooh, the Doctor Who stuff. Mm. Um, anyways, like any kind of expanded universe is a shit show. Star Wars was just a multimedia shit show. Is there stuff of the expanded universe? Because again, I do love the expanded universe. There's some great shit in there. Actually, yes. Star Wars The Old Republic, the MMO, is still putting out stuff. Mm -hmm. Their most recent expansion came out in 2022, wow. and that is uh, not... They put out a new expansion every two or three years, and earlier this year, they announced that BioWare is no longer going to be running it, and the people who run Ultima Online are going oh. to be taking it over, because BioWare wants to focus on uh, whatever the fuck the other ones, Dragon Age and... Oh, I assume Mass Effect. Yeah, because there is supposed to be another Mass Effect at some point here. But, like, I want to say, like, half the people who were working for BioWare on Star Wars are just now going to work for whatever the other fucking company is called. I was mm -hmm. looking this up today. So, they're, I mean, they're still serious and working on it, and it's fascinating. It goes its completely own route. I loved that game. It's the only MMO I've ever gotten actually I played into. it for a bit. Not not a ton, but I did play it for a bit. I don't play enough MMOs to be able to be like, it's the best MMO ever. It's just the MMO that had enough shit for me to care about. And it is quite fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and then other than that, they're re-releasing various Legends novels with like actually well done audio for like audiobooks. And they're not abridged, which thank fucking Christ. 
Nice. Because they used to release audiobooks of the Star Wars books, but they were all abridged. And they went from like 15 hour long audiobooks to like three. Wow. So. I like that noise. I remember picking one up, not realizing that it was abridged, and one being like, this guy's has a much faster pace than going. I'm like, I remember scenes that they just hmm. explained. Didn't they They'll straight up like cut out all the B and C plots until they interact with the A plot and just have a like two paragraph description of what's been going down with like blaster noises happening in the background. I'm like, I remember shit happening that is not interesting. <laughs> I have they greater understanding bad. of the details of what you just told me here. <laughs> like, I know that when I look back at like novels and comics that I read as a kid, I injected a whole lot more that actually happened on like three panels, but like there's plot lines missing here. That wasn't that good. Dang. But I guess it, yes, if you want non Disney Star Wars one fucking it's been years now. Just also, like, if you don't like it all, pick and choose, because yeah. some of the shit's really, really, really good. Andor's really, 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 really good. Andor rocks Age of Resistance, or whatever the fuck it was called, but one of the cartoons they did was terrible. Is anybody even making anything remotely close to Star Wars that's not fucking Star Wars? That was my question. Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, hey, fun fact, owned by a fucking mega corporation. <laughs> the same yeah. mega corporation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Vault Comics has put out a couple of things like Wasted Space and Alien Bounty Hunter and Vagrant Queen that have some bits. Star Wars is so unique, though, for something that doesn't have an original bone in its body. It steals Mm -hmm. everything, but the way that it's done it and the world building it's done is so hard to replicate. Yeah, so if you're not happy with the new new Disney Star Wars canon, just fucking watch the old shit. Also... Yeah, it I, still exists. It still exists. I, yeah, I brought this up when the new 52 comes out. It doesn't make year one not have, like, it. Do, the book does not disappear from your fucking shelf. Right. You can still read, and if you really love the expanded universe and want more, I guarantee you, you have not read all, like, 400 terrible fucking novels <laughs> on top of the, like, 40 good ones. This is making me want to go back and reread *I Jedi*. I've always wanted to read *I Jedi*. I it's recently so went through. Uh, Audible has re-released all of the *Rogue Squadron*. Ooh. Original *Rogue Squadron* it hasn't gotten up to the *Wraith Squadron*. Okay, books yet. right. But still, like I that, never read the *Wraith* ones. I only read through the original *Rogue*. The original *Rogue Squadron* books fucking rock. Yeah, they're so good. And the *Wraith* ones also fucking rock, but like in their own lane. So you're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, *I Jedi* is really really good yeah man and then it's the follow up to the fucking rogue it's the same mm-hmm. writer it's the same not Luke Jedi pilot character that he made to fit Luke Cornhorn yeah him going through old man Corn Jedi trading Corrin oh okay Cornhorn Cornhorn <laughs> Cornhorn Cornholio somehow hornier than all of Tyler's Corn is a common name uh, well, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with the sword of genre facts. They're just falling out of everywhere on this man. That we cannot walk across the deck without stepping in some sticky, sticky facts. I was wondering when Splooge was going to come into this. <laughs> and see, I thought of weed. <laughs> if you tell me something sticky, sticky, I'm thinking of medieval, some sticky, icky green. So let's clean some of those up. Zach, what do you got for us today? Okay, so we're actually going to cover two characters today that neither one lasted very long, but both followed a very strange, like, trope that comics were trying to see if they could make a thing. The prisoner superhero. 
Okay. A Excellent. superhero in prison who leaves prison to fight crime. So, like, not Suicide Squad. No. But, but this is of? not, like, pulled out of s s the prison to do missions for the government, yada, yada, yada. Because that's how this you make is this work. a superhero who is a prisoner. Whose superpower is to leave the prison. <laughs> To fight crime. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so curious to know what they're in prison for. Oh. You don't want to know. Stupid shit in both cases. <laughs> uh, in both cases, mistaken identity. <sighs> Very mistaken, mistaken for doing what? Crimes they didn't commit. So the first one that comes up here is the zebra. Oh, my. <laughs> I can... And somehow it's the better name of the two. <laughs> oh, no. Not, oh, see, and I would name one of them Jailbird. Better name than both of the options here. So this actually came up. Zebra was not on my list when we started this season. This is one that I discovered at fucking random, not even looking for Golden Age stuff, but it is a man with a kind of Batman-looking costume, except with a Robin mask instead of the Batman mask. Okay. And instead of all gray, it's black and white Wait. stripes. And, yeah, and then a red Old cape prison stripes. and a big-ass Z on his belt instead of... Uh, the size of the Z belt varies, but... Uh, <laughs> Biggest Z in the fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that he has the black and white stripes is because he broke out of prison and turned his prisoner uniform in the like old school what we imagine prisoner uniforms to yeah. look like into his superhero costume immediately what I thought was going to happen. Because he's got to be able to change back because he's got to go back to prison. He just uh, rips the cape off. Yeah. John Doyle. Hides his fuck off Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking the no, this one I think just actually just mask. breaks out of prison and but... And then like, just stays out? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a little bit more lame. I kind of like him yeah. having to go sneak back into prison. It every... did lead to him lasting twice as long as the other character, though. I actually like the other character better, but because I found this through him, through the zebra first, I decided to go with it. John Doyle, uh, who was convicted of a murder that he did not commit. When we first see him, he is lamenting that he has two days to live before he is put to death. With nothing to live for, because again, two days... Wait, I'm going to make, I, I just want to, due to the time period these characters are coming out, despite them being incarcerated for a crime that they did not commit, they uh, are both, in fact, white, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is 1941 because, comic books. Because uh, I think I believe it a little bit more we if They would weren't. not get a black superhero until 1960-something with the Black Panther. I'm just like, a uh, time period in jail for a crime they did not commit uh, probably historically is not going to be white, but I'm going to guess both these characters are. Yeah, definitely white. <laughs> Anyways, he decides to risk death in an escape attempt because why the fuck not, but successfully escapes and doesn't die. He goes to the uh, home of his girlfriend, Mary Sewell, entering through the window just as she's being attacked by thugs who wanted to kill her because she knew something about the murder that he didn't commit. For reasons unknown, she doesn't recognize him in the prisoner uniform. <laughs> so he decides to just roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> And tweaks the superhero costume with a red cape and underwear on the outside and a big Z and a mask, becoming the zebra to strike fear in the hearts of villains and prove his own innocence. I had just been thinking about how dumb he looks this entire time and completely forgot that the Z stands for zebra. Just yeah, the icing on the dumb cake. Oh my, it's like the fucking Hamburglar. Basically, yes. <laughs> Minus the hat. 
plus a cape. Uh, Burglar's a better name. He appears for a while, not very long, and he was a backup in the Green Hornets title. Oh, wow. And then he just disappears and is never mentioned again. Fair. <laughs> Which brings us to somehow the worst character of the two, the unfortunately named 7-Eleven. What? <laughs> is he serving 7 to 11? No, it's because he lives in prison cell 7-Eleven. Oh, I thought because he likes to go to 7-Eleven for the I assume 7-Eleven did not exist yet at the time, which makes this even better. <laughs> 7-Eleven is a little bit more fun to say than the zebra. 7-Eleven is in fact District Attorney Daniel Dice, with a Y. Oh, <laughs> I liked it for a second. Who has a pal who is his exact double named Jacob Horn. Jacob Horn was going to prison for a crime that he definitely did commit, but convinces his good pal Daniel Dice to take his place for one day so he can go see the birth of his son. Okay. Agreeing for some unknown fucking reason and with access to, I guess, a guard that's like, Yeah, I'll switch yeah, you. Whatever. They swap places where uh, Jacob Horn is immediately hit by a bus. I think it's just his car, but I'm going with bus. And dies. <laughs> so, Daniel Dice is now in prison and they're like, Well, that's the district attorney. Just look at him. And we've got the prisoner. So he's, that. that's, that's Jacob. He's, he's in prison now. That's why you don't agree to swap with prisoners. That's one of many reasons. I love that, like, actually this prisoner was going to be honorable in return, but it gets hit by a bus instead of... Look, as dumb as it is, this is so much more interesting than fucking Zebra Man. Yeah, no, just oh, so a Zebra. I know, yeah, or, Zebra Man's something different. But. Zebra Man is a forgettable DC superhero or supervillain who dresses like a zebra and has telepathic powers. There, I believe there is also a Japanese Zebra Man because Takashi Miike made a movie about him. That's probably better. <laughs> uh, anyways, Daniel decides to fight crime, so he digs a tunnel out of his cell from which he can come and go at will. So every night, he leaves his prison cell to fight crime in a red cloak and red fedora and mask okay. as the scourge of the villain underworld 7-Eleven. Not what's, a bad what's, name. The, what's the outfit look like? Red I mean, I mean, yeah, but do you have a picture of it? Yes, I do. Okay. You have to look him up on a site called Toonpedia. He kind of looks like the Phantom Stranger, but in red. Yeah, it's, it's fine. The, it's everything I'm hearing about 7-Eleven, despite his actual name being 7-Eleven for his superhero name, is an upgrade from the fucking Zebra. Anyways, he hands out fancy cards, supposedly showing the crooks what fate awaits them, but in reality, just shows the fate of 7-Eleven. <laughs> And then he goes back and shows this everything he does. He finishes by morning so he can be back for roll call. I kind of fucking love that. In the morning. It's not it's bad, bad. It's just bad. It's, like, bad. it's, it's overall concept-wise not great, but <laughs> But it's fun. Obviously, though, it doesn't work because he's shot and killed in his final appearance and watched by a man named Destiny who would take over the title next book. Okay. He... Hold on. It's even more pathetic because... He tracks down a criminal named Oscar Jones in his to Oscar Jones's lair, where Jones turns around and shoots him dead. A character named Destiny, who is just a man who was told that he has a great destiny coming. Oh, hate that. <laughs> um, that's sees so him dumb. shot and killed, and then the next issue, like that's the final yeah. pages, is this guy being like, "Well, there goes 7-Eleven. And the next issue is Destiny's origin story, where the ghost of 7-Eleven pops up to be like, "Avenge me against Oscar." <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm at a loss. <laughs> I don't... I like this one so much more until that end. <laughs> I just love... Like, usually when they're like, all right, this doesn't work, they find a way to write off, like, oh, I was a superhero briefly, but no more. I get to go off in the sunset. Or, like, the adventures continue kind of things. No. Oscar just shoots this dude dead, and they roll with it. What a grouch. And somehow that is not the saddest thing in Dice's life. <laughs> like the, No, Dice, also, dice with a Y gone, is pretty unfortunate. He could have just gone with dice and, like, roll the dice. Odds, you're in jail. I don't know. It's bad, but it's somehow better than, who is this mysterious 7-Eleven who keeps sending, like, accurate pictures of what our prison is? And Maybe we should Slurpees? Ask the, <laughs> slurpees. <laughs> Maybe we should ask the guy and in 7-Eleven. <laughs> My health is going downhills from eating all these free hot dogs he keeps throwing at me out the back. Uh, in <laughs> 19- sodium levels are through the roof. <laughs> In 1956, DC Comics acquired all of the properties of Quality Comics, the company that 7-Eleven came from, and uh, didn't bother with 7-Eleven. They reprinted Police Comics number one, where he first appeared at one point, but other than that, there has not even been, like, a, a joking use of 7-Eleven. It's actually kind of surprising. Somebody needs to get on that. Other than, like, not wanting to have to deal with the marketing of... The corporate brand 7-Eleven. I don't get why they haven't. Who did you say has the rights now? Uh, it's public domain. Oh, okay. All of the characters we're doing oh, have fallen okay. into the public domain. And honestly, if we just... Because this is the last episode of our season, right? Yeah. Okay. Also, like, super fucking weird that 7-Eleven themselves haven't taken this public domain They character. probably don't know about him. He appeared in, like, eight appearances. Literally where he ends being shot to death by Oscar. I don't think 7-Eleven wants random gun <laughs> violence being their advertising product. He's so much better. Yeah. Yeah, so much better than the zebra. Zebra is... I think I like the concept of the look better for the zebra or more than... Well, it, it kind of works <laughs> like... I've, I've translated my prisoner's uniform into a superhero costume. Works. So, yeah, the concept at least works. In fairness, the guy who replaced the 7-Eleven Destiny just is a guy. I don't think he even has a costume. He just calls himself Destiny because he has a destiny. That a guy in a circus told him about, if I remember. We're not going into Destiny, but we might have to later. We will Circuses definitely... have far too much importance in old school comics. We will definitely do another season sometime of me telling you about other Golden Age heroes because I fucking love the stupid shit That's fair. that we find. <laughs> That's also it for today, folks. We're taking off, but before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe. Check out all of our other sister shows at earvrm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. <laughs>